Oliver Stone's film, Born on the Fourth of July, there's a scene where Vietnam vet Ron Kovic, played by Tom Cruise, is in a convertible during a Fourth of July Day parade. Fireworks go off, and he has a traumatic flashback to the firefights that he was part of in Vietnam. That's the hard reality of post-traumatic stress disorder, and it's not just soldiers who are affected. There are also the war correspondents who've left the battlefield. Hannah Alam is one of them. For years, she lived and reported from Iraq and other battle-scarred places in the Middle East. She's now the foreign affairs correspondent for McClatchy Newspapers and is based in Washington. Hannah, when did you realize that 4th of July was a tough day for you to take part in? Well, I think it was right after um, returning to the United States. You know, I would come back for summer vacation sometimes um, during the Iraq War, 2003, 2004, 2005. And really from the beginning, um, you know, it's not just fireworks, it's cars backfiring, balloons popping, any loud, sudden noises. But there's something specific about fireworks that um, triggers all sorts of bad memories and and not just the flashes and the sounds, but even the ash that can fall on you. You know, to me, it's sometimes reminiscent of debris from a car bombing or shrapnel from an explosion. So, I mean, there's so many things about about fireworks in particular that just conjure up all sorts of uh, memories. So where does it take you? I mean, when, when this happens, is there kind of a, in a Pavlovian response that immediately transports you back out of your comfort zone uh, to along the Euphrates in Iraq, for example? Uh, sure. You want to hit the deck. Um, that's what you've been taught when you hear uh, loud explosions. Um, it's, I find myself stealing myself to stay in place, to keep smiling, to not flinch. And these are all experiences that, you know, in talking with my brothers who are combat veterans and, and other friends who are combat vet- veterans or who've lived through even experiences like the Boston Marathon bombings. So, Hannah, how do you cope? Because I know even if I stay at home in Boston, it's hard to escape the concussion of 30 minutes of explosions along the Esplanade, not to mention all the other towns around Boston whose fireworks you can hear. What do you do? Well, I I avoid them. I, I try not to go out. Even last night, they were starting already. And, you know, I thought about going out to a little deli across the street and getting a bite to eat. And then all of a sudden, I heard the booms. And I thought, oh, I'll just make a sandwich at home. I know you've brought up this aversion to fireworks and social media. What kind of conversation has come up? Right. Well, I posted something on Facebook that my brother had told me about how much he, you know, loathes the fireworks displays. And he, this is a tough guy who survived, you know, many, you know, including an ambush on, on the 4th of July in Iraq several years ago. So for him, it's a very specific memory. And I posted this on Facebook and I thought, you know, maybe some uh, veterans or other war reporters would comment, and they did. But I also got diplomats who'd been posted in in dangerous places, a friend in Boston who said she almost swerved off the road recently because of a a loud noise, someone setting off fireworks um, in anticipation of the 4th. And for her, it was just too close to the marathon bombings. You know, there was a number of people. And I also got responses from people who whose communities were finding alternative ways to celebrate, you know, and offering to fireworks-free nights for veterans and others who might have some combat stress. So what do you think should be done? I mean, how do you let people, a lot of people, enjoy their fireworks on the 4th of July and also create a climate that's sensitive to people with PTSD? Well, I think it's just raising some awareness. No one's trying to ban fireworks or strip away the fun and the beauty and the spectacle of them lighting up the sky on the 4th of July. That's part of the tradition. Um, But it's just about a little bit of sensitivity. We're wrapping up 
over 10 years of wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, there's going to be an awful lot of people coming home for whom this is an issue. And sometimes really well-meaning people will arrange, you know, parades and and say, you know, look, veterans, we're giving you the front row seats for the fireworks displays. You might want to ask first, is that even something that, that they're okay with? Because, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't. You know, later today, there will be hundreds of thousands of people just in Boston alone enjoying the fireworks. As far as how that makes you feel, does it make you feel isolated each 4th of July? No, not really. I I wish I could enjoy them. As a child, I enjoyed fireworks with my brothers. I remember lighting Roman candles and, you know, having the cookout and the whole experience. And, um, And so, you know, there's a part of me that wishes I could be among the crowds looking up and saying the oohs and the ahs. But um, this is the way it turned out. And there's plenty of other ways to celebrate the 4th of July. And maybe as as time goes by, there will be an opportunity to celebrate like that again. Hannah Alem, foreign affairs correspondent for McClatchy Newspapers. Thank you very much for this perspective. Appreciate it. Thank you.